and welcome to Totally Weird and Twisted. Viewer discretion is advised. We're back. Hello, world. Cheers. Oh, I should have said twats. We're back, twats. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hope you enjoyed our last episode. That was our maiden voyage of, I guess it should be the new season of twat because it's been months. I guess technically it is the new season of twat. Of twat. Of twat. So, we have another Totally Weird and Twisted episode today. Yeah. Even though I have no idea what it's about, which is even better. I don't know what it's about either. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, um, okay. You don't? You're just going to wing it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are you, what have you got to uh, open the show with? So, my... Boo Boo Face, who I love. Your boo thang? My boo thang, Zach Bagans, and hold your laughter because I don't give a shit. <laughs> she gives zero fucks. I give zero fucks because I love him. <laughs> um, he bought a satanic six string haunted guitar that supposedly killed a teen for. A, a guitar? Yeah. He bought a guitar. A guitar. <laughs> <laughs> A terrifying artifact is currently in transit to Zach Bagans Haunted Museum, the Ghost Adventures host told Newsweek on Friday. This is via Newsweek. <laughs> in case you were wondering. I meant to tell you that ahead of time, but the article went ahead and did it for me. Um, Bagans, Bagans, sorry. He's I, not Bilbo, he's Zach. He's Zach, I know. I hated it when it came out when everyone's like, you've all been saying it wrong. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> not me. No. <laughs> Baggins is now the proud owner of a supposedly haunted acoustic guitar that could have been involved in the death of a teenager in 1979. Zach says, I don't play the guitar very well, but you can rest assured that I will most definitely play this instrument to see if anything happens to me. So he's basically he's just going to be like, boom, yeah. and hope something I'm happens. i strum and see what happens. <laughs> Um, he purchased the guitar, the brand which is still unknown since the logo has been removed, through an online music retailer, Reverb, for $666, which is fitting. Right. Because everything has to be, like, fucking devil. I know. Well, I mean, it makes sense that that would attract him. <laughs> well, of course. Um, Reverb's listing included a macabre history of the instrument. Apparently, the seller was given the acoustic guitar, which is said to be cursed by the mother of the deceased boy. Did the mother curse it, or did the mother sell it? She gave it to him. She didn't sell it. Okay. She gave it to him for free. Oh. So not for $666. No, Reverb, who now has it, is selling it for $666. Okay. So they got it from the boy's mom. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. The seller listed the instrument with a warning to the future buyer, please use EXTREME CAUTION, all caps, dun, dun, dun. when conjuring the phantasmic spirits that seem to be channeled through the instrument. <laughs> you skipped over that word, didn't you? Yeah, I'm not fucking <laughs> even playing I, that game. I don't know. I don't know the word. The original owner of the guitar was said to be a 13-year-old boy who was rumored to be a Satan worshiper. Mm. The listing mentions black magic, devil worship, and more before noting how the guitar was possibly involved in the boy's untimely death. His death has never been solved, but the calamitous kid was found lying on his bed with this guitar, all caps, <laughs> draped across him, apparently electrocuted, even though this was an acoustic guitar. I was about to say, what 
According to the listing, the owner decided to sell the guitar because of the haunted activity it seemed to bring. I've heard the strings discordantly ring out, despite no one being near the guitar. Further, on three occasions, I put the guitar in my bedroom closet only to find the guitar on my bed when I returned home. And I live alone. <laughs> the final straw occurred when I saw the guitar levitate out of the trash that I had placed it in. Levitate. It levitated out of the trash can oh. that I placed it in. Okay. For Beggins, it's the first haunted musical instrument that he has in his collection of morbid items. And that's saying a lot. Baggins has some impressive artifacts from serial killers, cult leaders, and Charles Manson, and even Jack Kevorkian's death van. The unique guitar will fit right in because of its heavy rumored past. <clears throat> I gotta quote Zach again. Not Bilbo, Zach. I was literally blown away by the story behind the guitar <laughs> and how the seller got the guitar directly from the boy's mother. Because of that provenance is why I jumped as fast as I could to buy the guitar. I was literally driving in my car when my phone started blowing up about the guitar for sale. And I was shocked when I was able to buy it. Visitors of the Haunted Museum can expect to see it in person later this year. Because the musician who had the guitar experienced so much with it, including it levitating and playing by itself, Zach will display it securely at the Haunted Museum for close observation. Of course, the Haunted Museum security cameras are ready to capture any freaky occurrences that follow the guitar to its new home. I cannot wait until we can go to Vegas and check out this oh, museum. Oh, I know. I cannot wait. Like That is my dream. I mean, many times, like you guys don't know this, but many times Mandy and I have said we have literally zero interest in Vegas except, except to go to this museum. Like, I am not a huge Zach Bagans, like, person. Mandy is, but this museum, I love... Like anything that has a haunted collection objects. of haunted objects, and, and if he has, has really the money to buy them, yeah, he has him. he has a very impressive collection. Oh my god, the shit that he has! Yeah, man. I really want to go. I really want to go see this museum. And if he just happened to be there one time when we were there, I would have to mop Mandy off the floor. You would. You'd have to, <laughs> I would like have to hide somewhere the cameras couldn't see me until they locked up. <laughs> I know, right? So I could just stay in there. She would like <clears throat> climb. His leg because I would. It happened before in a dream. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, oh, it geez. will happen one day. But the cool thing is, not the, the leg, the museum, or both. <laughs> the cool thing is, the longer we wait, the more cool shit will be in there. That is true. You know what's gonna happen? We're gonna go and we're gonna get home, and, and we're gonna then... be like eighty-seven years old. First <laughs> well, of all. no, we're gonna go. <laughs> the day we get home, there's going to be some huge unveiling at the museum or something. Right. It's going to be something that no one knows about. And he's going to be like, the moment you've all been waiting for. We're going to be like, motherfucker! Like, no, no. <laughs> I just had to stay one more day. Right. Anywho, we will be right back. And then I am going to tell you a fun... I say fun like it's <laughs> cool. But I'm going to tell you a story about a serial killer. All right. I'll take it. We'll be right back. BRB! I'm
murder episodes in a row. Okay, so this guy, I'm not going to like do like a deep dive. I just read something about him one day. Let me see his face. Oh, I've seen this guy. Mm-hmm. I just read something about him one day, and I was like, hold up. What the fuck? Uh-huh. So... Is his name Carl Dantzler? No. Oh. I his name is Albert Fish. Okay. Okay. So, this is the disturbing case of the cannibalistic serial killer, Albert Fish. And I chose him because he's from Washington, D.C., Oh, so he's, he's from a local. He's a local. Yeah, he's from our neck of the woods. So, mm. are you sorry? Uh, are sorry you, I was swallowing when I thought of something. Mm-hmm. I have a client with the last name Fish. Hmm. Wonder if there's any relation. Be like, have you been here your whole life in this area? Your right. whole family? Is your family <laughs> born and raised? Any like, great great grandpa's named Albert? Right. Right. Was he the like? Weird boogeyman guy. (laughs) Was your great-great-grandfather the boogeyman? Yeah. Right. Okay. So this turn-of-the-century cannibal was born in Washington, D.C. on May 19th in 1870. Ooh. Happy late birthday. Right. Happy belated, bitch. (laughs) He was christened Hamilton Fish, which is such a great name. Sounds like an actual fish. It does, right? (laughs) But he went by Albert which was actually the name of his dead brother. Oh, not what? creepy at all. He must have killed his brother and ate him. <laughs> right? His father was 75 years old at the time of his birth and his mother was 32. What? Mhm. 75? Yeah, his dad was 75 Ew, when he was sick. born. How can you procreate at 75? Well, swimmers don't die, eggs do. Oh jeez. Fun fact. For unclear reasons, Fish spent his early childhood in an orphanage until his mother pulled him out around the age of 10. Okay. So, winning. He began his clandestine relationship with another boy who introduced Fish to paraphilia, which is the sexual perversions involving human excrement. Ew, what? Mm. By age 20, he had moved to New York City and started working as a prostitute. But in his free time, he sexually assaulted young boys. So we're off to a great start with this Albert Fish guy. In 1898, a bout of forced normalcy arrived when Fish's mother arranged a marriage for him. He and his wife conceived six children. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. My client could literally be a descendant. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But the hardworking family man could not keep the darkness at bay. In 1910, Fish fell into a sadomasochistic relationship with a 19-year-old man by the name of Thomas Kedden. It wasn't long before Fish... I'm back. (laughs) It wasn't long before Fish took things too far. He brought Kedden to the to an abandoned barn and proceeded to torture him for two weeks. Oh my god! The culmination, Fish tied up Kedden and cut off half of his penis. He <gasps> oh re- my god! He recounts, I shall never forget his scream or the look he gave me. Fish had planned to kill Kedden and cut his body into pieces, but the fear of being caught overtook him. Instead, he disinfected the wound, covered it with petroleum jelly, gave Kedden a kiss, and fled. He's like, here, have some fucking Vaseline. So he didn't kill him. No, he panicked. And instead of killing him, he put basically Vaseline on it. Yeah, like a Dressed the wound. Yeah, yeah, dressed the wound and ran away. Holy fuck. Nobody knows what became of Kedden. There's no record of what happened after the fact. Oh, man. And, I can imagine it wasn't good. Right? And he probably never had children because there's no PP to speak of. 
No. There's no pee-pee. There's no, there's no dingles. So, in 1917, Fish's wife left him for another man, sending Albert into a tailspin. The now single parent wandered the house, swaddled in carpets, and took to self-harm. In carpets? Yeah, fucking wackadoo. What? He would press multiple needles into his abdomen, whack himself with a nail-studded paddle, even stuff wool drenched with lighter fluid into his anus and set it on fire. No wonder she left him. Yeah, he's a crazy psycho. He's insane. You know what else I keep wondering, too? Mm -hmm. Is, did he cut the penis in half lengthwise or Or width-wise? I wonder Which the same thing. Which is a sick thing. thought, but I was like, the second he said it, I'm like, mm, No, I get it. it. I had the same thought, which is, who's the sadomasochist now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know, it's gross. It was at the time, I'm sorry, it was at this time that Fish developed a taste for raw meat, often preparing it for dinner. The bloody meals opened the door to Fish's final perversion, cannibalism. Mm-hmm. It's better than a, a sexual attraction to poop. Right. Ugh. Sick of Fucking sick. Sycophant. I don't even know what that is. (laughs) Pervert. He selected victims he felt no one would miss. They mainly included mentally handicapped and African-American children whom he tortured with his implements from hell. That's in quotes. Oh my God. By this point, Fish was a full-blown psychotic, believing that God demanded he torture and mutilate his victims with meat cleavers and hand saws. Many escaped Albert's grasp, but others did not. In 1928, a 58-year-old fish answered an ad in the paper from a young man named Edward Budd who was looking for work in the country. Fish visited the family home in Manhattan. He introduced himself as a farmer and asked for Edward, whom he planned to lure away and slaughter. Fish quickly changed plans, however, when he met a young Grace Budd. The little girl was just 10 years old. He told oh the Bud family that he would love to take their daughter to his niece's birthday party, and they obliged. What idiot. So Some a stranger, stranger mm-hmm, yeah. shows up and is jinx, like... by the way. <laughs> personal jinx, no take backs. <laughs> they would... So basically some stranger shows up at the house, yeah. meets their 10-year-old daughter, and is like, oh my gosh, can I bring her to my niece's birthday party? And they're like, sure, and they fucking leave. Well, my mom let me go with like the... It was either D-A-R. like the D-A-R, the mm-hmm. Eastern Star or some shit. When I think came, it was the D-A-R. They took me yeah. um, roller skating, and I never met those bitches. My mom's like, yeah, take her. And I went, and I was scared the whole time. For those of you that don't know, the D-A-R is the Daughters of the American Revolution, because Mandy's uh, lineage goes back to the American Revolutionary soldiers. Yes. And my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, Robert Moore, signed the Declaration of Independence and was the financer of the Revolutionary War and died broke and dead in jail. So <laughs> Died broke and dead. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so anyways, off went Grace with Albert. She was never heard from again. I know you guys are as shocked as I am. Six right. years later... The Bud family received an anonymous letter riddled with spelling errors that detailed a man's descent into madness and cannibalism. The letter's author spoke of a seaman he once knew. <laughs> seaman. <laughs> I was like, a what? <laughs> a seaman. Was he a staunch seaman? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he likes to cut penises, so who knows. Um, a seaman he once knew who traveled to China. It was there that this man claimed to have encountered famine-stricken people killing and consuming children to survive. The sailor developed such an appetite for young flesh. Ew. Upon his return to New York, he abducted two children, killed them, and cooked them. 
the letter's author became curious as well. In the letter's disturbing final paragraph, he graphically recounts abducting Grace Bud, killing her, and consuming her flesh. Ugh. The letter bore no signature, yet its details clearly proved that the author was Grace's killer. Police traced the stationery back to a boarding house where they found Albert Fish. It didn't take long before he confessed to the murder. The boogeyman was busted. Good. Although no one doubted his insanity, Fish was deemed mentally fit to stand trial. He was handed the death penalty and executed in 1936 by electric chair at Sing Sing Prison in New York. He boasted of having, quote, had a child in every state, end quote. Like ate one in every state? Or tortured whatever. Yeah, but not but, like getting peeled pregnant in every state. No. Like he like fucked with a kid. Killed, in every state. tortured, maimed, ate, whatever. <sighs> it's believed that Fish had between three and nine victims total, including eight year old Francis McDonald, who was found in Staten Island, and four year old Billy Gaffney of Brooklyn, whose body was never found. Of Billy's disappearance, his friend said the boogeyman took him. Oh my gosh, that is so sad. Yeah. So, apparently, this man was known by lots and lots of names. I've seen that picture a thousand times. He was also, like, he was also referenced as the gray man because of, like, how, like, how, like, his outward, yeah, his outward appearance. Most of his crimes were committed between 1924 and 1928, and he ate two out of the three child victims that he confessed to murdering. Yeah. He was nicknamed the werewolf of Wisteria, the boogeyman. He said, he's quoted to say, I had sort of an idea through Abraham offering his son Isaac as a sacrifice. It always seemed to me that I had to offer a child for sacrifice to purge myself of iniquities, sins, and abominations in the sight of God. If it wasn't right, then an angel would stop me at the last moment. So he thought that, like, he was doing this. No, he was And that if he was wrong, that something or someone would stop him. Yeah, he just convinced himself of that to make it okay for what he was doing. Mm Mm-hmm. he's a sick fuck. Yeah. He raped an estimated 100 children and possibly killed 15, but he only confessed to three and was convicted of one. Oh, my gosh. He's best known for cannibalism, child predation, religious-themed hallucinations and delusions, self-flagellation during masturbation. Self-flagellation? Mm-hmm. What is that? Like, hitting yourself, like, flogging, like, hurting yourself, pain. Oh, it sounds like flagellance to me. I'm like, that's self-farting? No, that's flatulence. No, I know, but I'm saying it sounded like that. An x-ray showing 27 needles embedded in his pelvic region used in the pursuit of masochistic Sexual gratification. What a fucking creep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fucking grody. You know there's people out there in the world like that right now. Mm-hmm. And that's the scary part. Some people are just that fucked up in the head. Mm-hmm. And they convince themselves that God or whoever will stop them if they're doing the wrong thing. Exactly. You know? Exactly. This man is fascinatingly disturbed. Uh, yeah. Between between the pain, the cannibalism, his fucked childhood. Yeah. And his sheer stupidity. Right. Like, I just find him fascinating. I didn't want to do a deep dive because it's been a while and 
you know. We didn't have time for that. We didn't have time. And we were so eager to put, you know, some a couple episodes out just because we miss you guys and we wanted we wanted to do this. Yeah, we can give you ideas and then you can yeah. dive deeper if you want um, to. But, I mean, I think that's probably enough of him. And soon, you know, very soon we're going to put out, you know, full episodes. Yeah. But he just, he jumped out and I was like, oh my God, I yeah. at least want to touch on him. I'm because glad you did it because I've seen his picture like a hundred times. I have too with his fucking like hat and his mm-hmm. gaunt face. Oh, and yeah. He yeah. does look like a boogeyman. Like, he does. Legit. He yeah. does. He has like four or five different nicknames and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. But he's a fucking child rapist. He's Eater. Yeah. He's, God, he's, ugh, he's just gross. I know. And he's it's gross. scary and to he's think that scary he's probably looking. not the only one. Like, there's, there's probably some alive today, which haven't been caught yet, you know? And that's, that's the, the scary thing. You know, and, and taking it back to our last episode, where people are like, you yeah, know. Yeah, you, you'd have never known. You know murderers, or you knew them before, found out after, whatever, you know, and this disturbing statistic where you come in contact with a murderer, yeah, however many times in your life or whatever, it's really scary. I know. I to mean, think that we anybody, the person that we buy seltzer from at Giant, could be a fucking murderer, and right. we would never know until he gets caught. Right, you would never know. The person that you walk past on the street or the guy next to you at the gas pump, like anybody, you never know. You never know. And also, parents, I'm sure you guys know because you're twat team and you're cool, don't ever let a stranger come to your door and take your kid. (laughs) Right? Like, that to me is common sense. What was that one documentary that we're... That was like real big last year. Oh, gosh. or the year before even. I don't remember. No, it was it was during the pandemic. It was like when when I was out of work. It was the one where it was like neighbors, and, and we're like screaming. Everyone's like, screaming at the TV because it was the, called the 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 monster next door or the in abducted in plain sight. I think maybe. Yeah. Where it was like this guy was like had this attachment to the next door neighbor's daughter. Yeah, and the parents were like, it was fine. And we're like, what is wrong with you? The parents were (laughs) fucking him. Both of them. The the dad had, like, oral sex with him. The mom fucked him. Then he... Is that the one with the adult daughter? The daughter that's an adult now? And, like, the parents didn't think anything was weird about... Yeah, she's an adult now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he, like, took her... He abducted her to Mexico and, like, was like... I'm not bringing her back unless you let us marry her or let me marry her. And I guess somehow eventually they came back. But he was such a fucking freak. If you guys haven't watched that, it was called Abducted in Plain Sight. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Don't ever let that happen. Yeah. And it's like, you know, as a parent, I mean, even as a fucking just normal human being. Right. You don't even have to be a parent. But you look at the parents and you're like, how fucking stupid are you? Oh, yeah. But even as a parent, you look at it, and it's, like, a million times worse. When I was watching it, I was honestly like, how how did these parents agree to this documentary? Because the whole time, they're looking like the biggest fucking idiots in the world. Like, I know 100% if this situation was starting to happen to us, it would not have happened. I'm not an idiot. This guy came to their house and would say that he was having a hard time... And he needed to sleep in bed with their daughter in their house. And they let him do it. Like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with yeah. you? Yeah. I couldn't believe they agreed to do it. 
I couldn't even believe that they agreed to do a documentary about it. And unbeknownst to them, they looked fucking stupid. And then they didn't understand the backlash. And then the daughter was like, stop coming at me. Stop coming at my parents. And it's like, how did you think this was going to go yeah, for you? Like, why would you agree to Did that? you honestly think that people were going to be like, oh, poor parents? Like, yeah. This isn't... You're, you look fucking stupid. Yeah, this was not a documentary that... Is like, oh, it's helpful if you watch this because it's when you not enlightening. It, You're an asshole. When you watch it, you already know, like, really early on in the situation that it would stop there. You wouldn't let it keep going. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, they were duped and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no they were really fucking stupid. You're watching it because it's a train wreck. Yeah. I could not, not believe For informational purposes. They showed their faces <laughs> yeah. to talk about this story. I mean, the. It's so stupid. It made me so mad. <laughs> yeah, it's really like God, you always, I was so pissed. you know, all the memes and all the jokes about how stupid people are. And you're like, I don't go in public because the public is there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You talk about people's stupidity and how rampant it is. And you never realize how many stupid people there are until you have to fucking deal with them. <laughs> well, now people make documentaries about them. Yeah, that's, and, that's true. And the people that are in the documentaries don't, I, it blows my mind <laughs> when people are like, I don't understand why it's not getting such a warm reception. And it's like, stupid people don't know how fucking stupid they are. It's yeah. so infuriating. Yeah. It's like Tiger King, Carol Baskins probably didn't know they were going to spin that shit on her. And she clearly, <laughs> like, she still doesn't know. Like, she fucking murdered her husband. Or she had someone else do it. He was eaten by tigers. So she's guilty as fuck. She's right. the weirdest lady ever. And she's guilty, guilty, guilty. Right. And same with, uh, what's his name? Fucking Lowe. Jeff Lowe. Like, Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin, update, in case y'all were wondering. Carol (laughs) Baskin, so they took all the animals away from Lowe. Yeah, she bought this Baskin, Yeah, well, Carol Baskin now has, all of the animals are going to her fucking reserve or whatever. Mm -hmm. How many fucking body parts are in those animals? And she also said that she's going to get Joe Exotic out of jail. Right. <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excuse me, so you guys are actually secret lovers, and this was a whole thing, probably. Right. So, really, he, he helped, helped you helped kill, your, kill co- your husband. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. He helped you kill your husband? We are right on the same wavelength. You fucking that. twat. Yeah, and Jeff Lowe just needs to go the fuck off back to Prison? Vegas. Or prison. Right? Yeah. God, all of these people. He's See, like, how old is he? What do you think? Like, 55, 60? 50-something, yeah. And he's dressed like... A gangsta rapper. He's dressed. Like, what are you doing? He's Jim? dressed like he still wears like affliction clothing and like a flat brimmed black leather hat, like, like with a bandana under it. <laughs> I mean, I get it. And like, a little like soul patch. You're like tiny. I get it. Your small mouth. You're fucking Oklahoma white trash. <laughs> like I get it. And I'm not by any means saying people in Oklahoma are white trash. I am by all means saying he is Oklahoma white trash. <laughs> Doesn't he have the tiniest mouth? He's gross. If you guys watch an interview with him, check out his mouth. It's so unbelievable. His His lips, like, like, don't exist. I don't know. Have you, like, read all the shit about, like, his rules for, like, his wife or girlfriend or whatever that poor soul is? But you can tell he's a terrible boyfriend. He thinks he's, like, the shit. He's so gross. He's so gross. He shops in, like, 2004. (laughs) Yeah. I think he, I think, I think Joe Exotic definitely is fucked up, too. But I think Jeff Lowe's main goal was to fuck him harder 
to get him out of there and get him literally arrested. or figuratively or both even maybe both yeah but he was like i'm taking your zoo bitch I'm yeah gonna get you arrested and now carol baskin's like i'm taking both y'all zoo bitch yeah. <laughs> and your <laughs> animals <laughs> and i'm also gonna get the love of my life joe exotic out of jail now <laughs> so gross we have come full circle my plan is complete and God. then she's gonna get rid of the like turtle looking guy God, he's nerd city. Yeah, he's, he's like, so turtle, gross. Turtle. Like he's... that's what he reminds me of. <laughs> he's so gross. There was this actor. There was a show called Night Court that my parents. Watched. I used to love that show. So the guy who played the um, sheriff. Yes. Like that's what her husband looks. Yes, like. he does. <laughs> what a great reference! Oh my god, I've never heard anyone else Every talk about Night I Court see... except for my mom. <laughs> that's because it was our moms that watched it. I know. And I we used just to happen to be in the room. I used to watch it with my mom. That's so funny, oh Night god. Court. Fucking cheers, bitch. That's cheers. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we hope to get some new episodes out as soon as possible. We hope you enjoyed this. We miss you guys so much. We miss you. D- hit us up on Instagram and Facebook. Like, we're always We're active. trying to build. So we have, like, everyone on Instagram, and we want to keep building, obviously. But fucking come over to Facebook, too. Yeah. We need We, we interact. Need we on interact both. on both. We go live on both. We talk to people on both. We post on both. Yeah, but we're always available, even though we're not putting out shows, like, consistently right now, because we're filming for Paraflix. But we're always available to talk, post something, tag us in something, we'll definitely respond. Okay? 